Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's podcast, we are joined by sophomore from the Minnesota women's hockey team, Tristana Tater. Uh, Tristana, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, and how's everything going? Good. How about you? Thanks for having I'm, me. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. And obviously, your team is doing very well as well. Uh, your team is entering the second half of the season as a top five team in the country in the latest rankings at the time of this recording. I'm curious, how would you evaluate your team's performance as of now? Yeah, I think we've had our ups and downs, and we've really grown together as a team a lot. And I think we're going in the right direction, and we just keep getting better each and every day when we compete against different teams. And we had some out-of-conference games last weekend, which was a good test for us. And, yeah, I think we've been growing a lot as a team, so it's good to see. Yeah, what's it been like playing those out-of-conference teams? I feel like you've played more this year than the last year. So do you think it's good to get that play different styles of play to sort of compare yourself to the WCHA? Yeah, I think it's a lot of fun. It's We even went out um, to Vegas, too, to play some other teams, too. It's fun to just, like, see the different teams play against not the same however many teams each game. And it's good for the pairwise and stuff for our rankings and all that stuff. So, yeah, it's fun. Good. What's the main difference you notice between the WCHA teams that you play versus out-of-conference team? Is the style of play different, or is it relatively similar? Um, well, I think it's similar in the way that everyone wants to win. Everyone wants to everyone wants to beat the other team, but I'd say the WHA is a very competitive league, and Minnesota hockey, there's a lot of Minnesota girls that are in the league, and we all grow up playing each other, so you know someone on the other team, no matter what WCHA team it is. And it's a very competitive league, and every game's a battle. Like, you never know who's going to win. Like, anyone can beat anyone in the league. So, yeah. Now, how do you handle the pressure of being a ranked team? Obviously, being a Minnesota women's hockey player, you always have that pressure just because of the history of the program. But um, how do you guys handle that pressure, and what's the key to maintain the consistency that your team has in regular seasons because you had it last year and you're obviously doing it again this year just having that consistency of winning weekends yeah I think we really preach just taking like one game at a time one period at a time even one shift at a time and it's not really about how you start it's just how you finish and that's kind of our motive this year is like we don't care where we're ranked like we don't think of that every week we don't look at oh this is where we're ranked like we gotta get up like it's not how you start, it's just how you finish, so they're a big thing. Now, you sort of answered this question, but talk about what it's like playing in the WCHA and just uh, the competition that you face every night, because I feel like the worst team in the conference, standings-wise, could be any team in at any moment. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it, it is a great league, and, like, it's so competitive. Like, like I said, everyone wants to beat everyone. Like, you never know what can happen. Like, St. Thomas beat Duluth in a shootout, and when you get in a shootout, it can go anyone's way. But just everyone wants to win, and it's a very competitive league, and it's something that's been like this for many years, and it will continue to grow that way, I think. So. Now, but speaking of yourself individually, I'm curious, what's the biggest improvement you've made to your game so far this year? Yeah, I think I've just I've really been focusing on my skating and getting quicker, uh, my first few steps, and just getting my edge work down. So I'd say that's that's where my game has progressed the most this past year. And talk about some of the drills that you do during the off season to make the, improve those skills. 
uh, because I feel like a lot of players sometimes they focus on just to shoot their shot and speed and do those type of drills. But some players just go in the gym and try to work out and build up those strengths, and they feel like doing that helps improve their skills. I'm curious what how it works for yourself. Yeah, I think all those things are great, like shooting pucks, lifting weights. Like I still do those. Like those are always great to do. Um, I think getting involved with like a skating coach is really important when you get to the college level because everyone's good skaters and you have to work on shooting off your edges and like first few strides. So I have a skating coach that I go to and she kind of runs me through drills and she's great. So. Now you mentioned this before, but talk about your Vegas trip that your team had. Um, How cool was that getting to play um, Penn state and just talk about what you took away from that experience in general. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was over Thanksgiving, so we weren't all with our families, but I think it brought us close together as a team because we'd have team dinners every night, and we'd go out to the city, and it was my first time ever in Vegas, and everyone, it was most of our first time, so it was a really cool experience, and then playing against those out-of-conference teams, Penn State and Yale, too, was really cool because you don't get those experiences all the time, so it's fun to embrace those a lot. What were some of the fun stuff your team did in Vegas off the ice? Oh, geez. Um, we went around and walked around uh, downtown, and there's, like, this water fountain thing that shoots up and shows, like, a water show. I don't even know. And I saw it on The Bachelor, actually, a long time ago when I was younger. And, uh, yeah, so it was cool to see that in person when we were walking around and seeing the malls and, like, the different stores. So, yeah. I saw, did you guys get to go to a Golden Knights game? I feel like I saw some teams get to do oh, that. I don't know if you guys yeah. got to do that. We did do that. That was cool. It was like a, it was almost like an advertisement for like other things while the puck wasn't playing. There was like a dance, dancers and like a band. So it was cool. Yeah. How was the game? That. How was the game? Who did they play? They played Ottawa and they won. So oh, that's good. It's a good game. Yeah. I feel like Ottawa, they, I feel like they have a lot of good players, but I'm just, I'm just surprised to see that they're so low in the standings because I think um, Alex DeBrink is arguably the most underrated player in the NHL this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're a good team. We actually, a bunch of our team went to the Wild game too, and they also played Ottawa that game too. So it's kind of just ironic that we <laughs> went to all the Ottawa games, but yeah. I guess the Senators keep following you guys around. Who knows? <laughs> Now talk about your goals and expectations uh, for the rest of the year. Obviously, your team wants to win a national championship, but do you guys have anything else on your radar that most some fans might not be aware of? Um, Yeah, kind of like I said before, taking each game at a time, like winning the next game, the next period, so that when the playoffs come, like we're prepared uh, mentally, mentally and physically prepared to like be our best and hopefully win the national championship. That's our that's our main goal, but we take it each day by day and game by game, period by period. So Now let's transition and talk about the beginning of your hockey career and kind of work all the way up to where you are today. Uh, so doing research on yourself, it says that you're from Minis- Maple Grove, Minnesota. So talk about growing up there and how did you start playing hockey? Yeah, so I started a little later. It was like first grade. My brother always played hockey. And I wanted to do everything he did. I even played football <laughs> um, with the boys, too, because he did that, and I wanted to try that. But I really fell in love with hockey after I played with the boys all through, like, mice and stuff. And then my U10 year, I went to girls, and I fell in love with hockey then, I'd say. 
Um, yeah, I, I love to play with the girls cause it was just a different dynamic and it just kind of grew my mindset of the game and really my drive for the game. And then, yeah, played for Myth Grove High School. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. What's, uh, what position did you play in football? <laughs> um, I actually played linebacker in football. That was my position. And then I played, um, quarterback a few times too it, you, it was in fifth grade so you were younger and you kind of rotate around but linebacker is my favorite position to play so did you get any sacks when you played yeah <laughs> I that's actually pretty awesome the name yeah it was we were playing like white data or something and this guy was coming down and I like hit him and he's like get off me you whatever <laughs> it's like fifth grade so yeah funny story but that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I've never yeah. played football, so you got that over me. I, it's I, it's too it's too scary of a sport just because there's so big guys, and I just don't want to get hit like that. Like getting hit in hockey, I feel like it's a lot different than getting hit yeah. in football. I would agree with that for sure. And talk a little bit about the transition from boys to girls hockey. Did you um, was there any transition at all? Because I know some girls stay a year during hitting and then transition, but some girls leave boys hockey after hitting. Or before hitting, I'm curious how that transition worked out for you. If it was a, if it was seamless, or was there a little bit of adjustment to it? Um, I would just say mentally, there's a lot of adjustment for me. When I was younger, I didn't, I wasn't as passionate about hockey as I am now. I would say when I left Mites, I was kind of like, oh, I'll just play for fun. And then I ended up making like the U10B team my first year of U10s, and then it like that. That's what gave me the fire to like want to be better, and then. That's kind of what drove me to be where I am today by going to the girls, the guys, and like turning my mindset into being like, I want to play Division One hockey. So, who's your favorite yeah. player growing up? Was it someone on the women's national team or former Gopher, maybe? Um, I like to say that it was, but it was honestly Thomas Tatar. He put on the white, the Red Wings, and he was like my idol growing up. So, I'd have to give it to him. Does it have to do with the last name by any chance? Yeah, it does. <laughs> when I was younger, I would like watch the watch like whatever random NHL games, and it was like the Winter Classic, and he was out there, and they're like Tatar, and I was like, oh my gosh! And then, yeah, then I just started following him, and then that he actually helped my passion for the game too. I would say so. That's cool. That's cool. I don't yeah. know if he's still playing anymore. I could be wrong about that. I feel like he's on like some other NHL team though. Yeah, he's still playing. I know that. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Have you had the chance to meet him at all or no? No, but I did get a jersey signed by him, and I that's gave him a letter cool. when I was younger. So. <laughs> that's yeah. still pretty cool though. That's pretty cool. Funny. Yeah. Now, like you mentioned before, before college hockey, you played for your high school at Maple Grove. Um, just talk about your experience there and what that was like. Yeah, I would say playing at Maple Grove, like, grew me into the player and today, too, as well. I'm um, just playing with those girls, like Maya Martinez when I was a freshman. She was a great role model for me. Manon was great. And then my last few years playing with Chloe Corbin, Lawrence Densley, all those girls, it was like, it was just so much fun, and it was always fun to go to the rink every day. And the coaches were were good there, and they taught me what I what I could do, and just helped me get to where I am. So I'm really grateful for it. What's your best memory from your high school hockey days? I would definitely say the state tournament my junior year 
was a lot of fun. It was like right before COVID kind of happened. So life was a lot more normal back then. And the state tournament was just a lot of fun with them. So. And like you mentioned, you got to play with a ton of great players. You played with Lauren Stensley from St. Thomas. You played with Emma Larson from St. Thomas. You played with Chloe Corbin from uh, Lindenwood. You played with, uh, also you played with Manny McMahon, who's from Minnesota Duluth. I have to ask, how does playing with players like that help prepare you for college hockey and help develop you as a hockey player? Because I feel like you must have gotten so much better of just playing against practice against those t- type of players each day in practice. Yeah, I would agree with you 100%. They're all great hockey players, and they all have like that drive to be better, and we'd all push each other to be the best we could on the ice, and every one-on-one battle was like a, let's go. Like We'd always want to go against each other, and that's just something that grew me as a hockey player mentally and physically as well. So. And you were also a big leader for that Maple Grove team. Talk about the leadership skills that you had, and were you a vocal leader, lead by example, and how have you tried to apply those leadership skills you learned in high school to college hockey? Yeah, I think I'm a very vocal person when it comes to leading, but I also can lead by example, too. Um, I like to make sure everyone feels like they're wanted and everyone wants to wants to be a part of the team and what we're doing, and I think – my two years being captain at Maple Grove helped me mature and grow into like being in a new role here at the U and just growing in my way of leading and just who I am as a person. So it's grateful for that opportunity to be a captain at Maple Grove for two years too. Now talk about the Minnesota high school hockey scene and just what's like being a player in that scene because I'm from the East Coast. I feel like it's very hard to understand how big Minnesota high school hockey is until you're a part of it. So just to explain what it's like because I think it's really cool that um, you guys get to sell an NHL arena for a high school hockey game. I think that's really cool. You never see that here on the East Coast. And I also think it's really cool that you get to play for your public high school where you grew up and still have the chance to make it to the Division One level because here that's unheard of. You sort of have to go to a prep school or junior team to get noticed. I'm curious uh, just how unique it is and what it's like being a part of that. Yeah, it's definitely so different. Like one of my good friends here at the U, Ella Huber, played in Chicago, and she's like, I played high school in Mission. It was so different, whereas like here it's like the state of hockey and we grow up playing hockey like I everyone played hockey when I was younger my whole grade I felt like played hockey so it was just such a known thing and that's what I think grows it into being such a big thing for high school because there's so many people that play it here so the talent is just everywhere here and there's a lot of women that are talented from Minnesota as well because they played with the boys here like it's just such a big thing and it's it's a really cool experience to be a part of like the state tournament was Ours don't really sell out like the men's do, but it was a lot of fun just to, like, get those fans and, like, even going to the boys' games. Like, it's a it's an amazing atmosphere, and it's a lot of fun, and it's something that you can't really explain unless you've, like, seen it because it's so – it's just so different than, like, out east and, like, even, like, Chicago. It's crazy, but, yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Do you guys have the all-hockey hair team? That's something I do know about the state tournament. Uh, do girls have that, or is it only the guys – um, so it just started to be like the guys, but then some of the girls would like flip their hair or whatever. And then <laughs> I remember, um, I think it was my junior year, maybe sophomore year, one of the two, like a girl made it on the hockey hair thing. And then I think they started to put girls in it. So yeah. that's cool. Do you think, yeah. uh, do you think anyone from your team when you played could have made it? 
<laughs> um, yeah, probably from Maple Grove team, yeah. I don't know. I feel like we should try, that should start happening more. I know you say it is, but I just from what I've seen, it's always been guys. I feel like it'd be cool to see like I don't know some cool hairstyles from your from your team. Yeah, for sure. Just like some wacky hair, that'd be funny. Or just yeah. the walked up because I don't know if they let you if they make you wear helmets during the when they announce the lineups, but just get to do the hair flip. I think that's pretty cool. We should get to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. We'll talk a little bit about your um, how your high school hockey experience, I guess, helped prepare you with the Gophers. I know we talked a little bit about from the players you played with and just the whole experience, but just in general, looking back on it now, how do you think it helped prepare you? Yeah, I think in high school you learn a lot of skills that you need to learn for college like you have to you have to work for things that you want you have to go in the weight room the summer off season you have to like shoot pucks you have to do those things so you just keep kind of growing that muscle memory in your head and that's something that I started lifting in high school so I think that's kind of what my biggest takeaway from like growing my game in high school from now is just learning how to like be in the weight room and like get stronger and faster and then just add in those skills of shooting pucks and stick handling um yeah with some great coaches too obviously I had some great coaches there that helped me be where I am today so now talk about your recruitment process to Minnesota and what made you want to go there versus other schools you might have looked at because if my memory serves me right I remember they sort of announced your uh, an announcement a little bit later than the rest of your class. So I'm curious how that whole thing worked out. Yeah, so I was actually committed to Quinnipiac for a few years before. Um, and then just some family changes and just personal changes that I wanted to stay closer to home. Um, so I decided to decommit from Quinnipiac. They're still a great program. There's no bad blood there. Like, they're awesome. Cass is awesome, too. But I just felt like for me it was best to just stay closer to home at the time just with what I had going on during COVID and like everything was just so different and yeah I'm glad I'm here at the U and it's exciting to be a gopher and this has kind of been my dream since I was younger too so I'm really grateful for being here right now. Now what was the biggest adjustment you had to make to college? Uh, was it the speed of the game, the physicality or just the decision making that you had to have uh, since the game is so much faster? Yeah, I would just say, like, the speed of the game. Um, you have to adjust from going from high school to college, and if you watch a high school game versus a college game, it's so different. And just, like, getting used to the speed was probably the biggest thing for, I'd say, everybody. But, yeah, that's, like, the biggest thing. Now, obviously, one of the big questions with your team uh, this year is you guys haven't won a national tournament game since 2019. I'm curious, uh, what's it going to take to get over that hump and finally uh, win that tournament game and make it to the Frozen Four? Because I know it was a bit. I know a lot of t- your team is motivated after what happened last year against Duluth. Yeah, I think just thinking about how we felt last year after not winning Duluth and how they felt the year prior to that. I know a lot of them have a passionate feeling about that year too. I think just knowing how we felt and knowing that we don't want to feel that way again this year and having that mindset when we go into those big games that we don't want to feel that way and we're not going to take that as an answer. And, again, just taking it day by day. But when we get there, having that mindset to win is important for sure. And talk a little bit about your freshman year. What did you take away from that season? And, um, yeah. Yeah, I think that season was, was a lot of fun. I met 
my teammates. I got more comfortable with the college atmosphere and just making some lifelong friends was the biggest thing. And then like, obviously hockey was, was fun and just enjoying those moments and making the most of my freshman year. It was fun. Yeah. You got your first collegiate point against St. Thomas uh, last year. Talk about what it was like getting that point and uh, what it meant to you. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun um, playing with playing against some of my old teammates actually, and then getting a point too was a lot of fun and it was a good atmosphere and yeah, it was fun. And how have you balanced academics and hockey at such a high level? Um, I would just say making sure I have enough time to do school and hockey sounds kind of cliche but making sure I have enough time to do what I need when I'm on the ice and off the ice and then making sure I put time away to study and then obviously hang out with friends too because I think it's important to do fun things too when you're a student athlete so yeah just divvying out my day and making sure I have time for both. Now talk about just your team in general this year? Because one thing I found found interesting is you guys have a much older team than some compared to some of the other WCHA teams with so many fifth years returning. Uh, what's it like to have those players back for another year? And just talk about the freshman class because you've added some really key pieces uh, to your roster as well. With And the transfer, too, from Duluth, Lizzie Norton. Or- mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been fun to have them back. It, it's Last year we loved them, and we love them again this year, so it's fun to just – not have the exact same team back, but a lot of the same girls. So I think a lot of people are really passionate to win again after being back for another year. And the freshmen have stepped up tremendously. Um, the foreigners, the one from Sweden and Finland, Nelly and Yosvin, they're awesome. They're, they're super fun to be around. They fit right in. And the other freshmen, Kaiser, Franco, and Transfer Lizzie, like they're all, they're all so great and they fit right in. So it's a good little, good little family that is a lot of fun to be on so so we're now in the segment i like to call the non-hockey segment where i ask you some non-hockey questions just to get to know you a little bit more off the ice as long as well as your teammates uh so first one is uh what music do you like to listen to um i'm a big morgan wallen and justin bieber fan so that's a good combo that's a good combo yeah are you more into early justin bieber or late justin bieber or now justin bieber the late justin bieber like his his lifetime playlist, or I don't even know if that's what it's called, but the new albums are really good. Yeah, I think yeah. What Do You Mean is such a banger, honestly. That's a good song that to play good one. I, I like that sort of era. I don't know what it's called, like before now, but sort of after him as a kid. So, some yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, But I do like some of his early stuff, not going to lie, like Eeny Meeny, Love Me, uh, One Time. Yeah. Like Those are fun songs to play in the car. Definitely wouldn't do it with anyone in the car. It will only be my, by myself, but it's still a lot of fun to listen <laughs> yeah. to. And then Morgan Wallen, yeah, he's a very good country artist as well. I know he's going on tour. Are you planning to see him? Yeah, I want to see him twice. I might go to Chicago with one of my – Ella Hubert, my roommate, too. Um, go to her house in Chicago, and then I know he's coming to WeFest here in Minnesota. So I might go see him twice because he's just that good, so – that's awesome. That's awesome. I love the new uh, three songs he released, especially uh, Tennessee Fan, because as a big yeah. sports guy, I like when artists incorporate that stuff into their music. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So next question is, what is your most embarrassing hockey moment? Uh, I would have to say when I was younger, I was trying to learn how to stop. This was like when I was three. I didn't really 
like hockey that much. My brother played and my dad knew how to skate, never played hockey, just played football too. But I was trying to learn how to stop at our outdoor rink in Maple Grove um, outside my house. And I was going full speed trying to stop and I literally just ate it and went face first into the boards and I like broke my nose. So, yeah, but it was, it was funny. We should got that story though to tell. Yeah. Good one. Yeah, mine's probably, we were doing backward skating drills, and someone left the door open from the bench, and I didn't see it, and I, like, fell on the bench, and it was pretty, that was pretty embarrassing, but luckily it was, like, during practice, so there wasn't, like, any cameras around. That's so funny. Oh, that's the worst. Now, getting back to some of your teammates, uh, who's the funniest on the team? I mean, you'll ask anyone on our team, and everyone will say Kristen Hangler. She just does, like, says and does, like, the randomest stuff that's just so hilarious, so. I'd have to go with Steve. Who is, which teammate is the worst at responding to your text messages? Oh, wow. That's a good one. I would say Emma Connor, my other roommate. I have to call her like three times. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you let me into the room? Like, like she, yeah, she's the worst at it, but I still love her. Now, one thing I like about your team is the pregame outfits that you guys pull up with uh, before each game. I think you might have the best style on the team, but besides yourself, uh, who would you say has the best style on the Minnesota women's hockey team? Yeah, I'd have to go with Emily Odin. She always has different outfit on that looks really good, and she's got some good style, so I'll give that to Odes. What is the most interesting thing you've read or seen this week? Um, There's a quote that I really like, just about a life quote and like a sports quote, too. You can think of it both ways, but um, when it gets hard, you go harder. So, kind of a quote. Like That's a good quote, yeah. I think uh, for me, I'm a big Red Sox fan, so seeing Raphael Devers sign like an 11-year, $331 million contract, that was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And seeing like how he, like how they found him and how he's grown with the organization was pretty cool. I guess mm-hmm. hockey-related, probably just World Junior stuff, but I feel like everyone talks about that, so there's really not much to interest, at least from a hockey perspective. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a lot about World Juniors right now, <laughs> for sure. I just liked the the game versus Sweden was just fun to watch. Like luckily USA won, but it was just cool seeing it like eight to seven. Like that's the scoreline that you never see. And I'm a big goals fan, so that was just it was just a fun game to watch. Yeah, a lot of goals scored in that game for sure. Now, that one more non hockey question is: uh, if you could have lunch with anyone in the world, uh, who would it be and why? Um, I would say David uh, Goggins. I think that's how you say it. He wrote the book Can't Hurt Me, and he's just, like, such a, like, motivational, like, guy who just has a way with words and, like, has done, been through a lot in his life, and I just like to read his book, so I think I'd go with him. Is that the Marine that, like, runs shirtless and, like, yells at people? Or something like that. I feel like I've seen him before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah you've definitely seen his videos or something. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah, I think for me, uh, probably like Tom Brady. I just think, uh, I don't know, he's a, he's accomplished so much and I like to listen to see like, and it wasn't like he was highly talented, uh, heading into college. He was like a six round draft pick. So just to see how he like proved all those people wrong and became like one of the best NFL players. I feel like that would be interesting to hear from. Oh, for sure. I actually almost put Tom Brady down, but then I was like, that's a, that's a pretty basic one. <laughs> yeah, I but. know. I'm, I'm a basic guy, so it makes sense. <laughs> Not saying you're basic, but, yeah. Now, getting back to some hockey questions now. First one is, uh, 
What advice would you give younger players listening to this podcast on what it takes to make it to the Division One level where you are today? Yeah, I would just say have fun with where you're at, but never be too content with where you're at either. And just know that you have to work hard and do things differently than a lot of people if you want to make to the next level. And yeah, but have fun. That's a big thing too. But also just having a drive to not settle with where you're at. And what should be done to help grow women's hockey in your opinion? I just think more girls need to play the game and it needs to be more exposed to TV and everyone needs to be able to have access to watch it for people to really learn to love it. I think that the money aspect's a little hard because the W8, like everyone's just trying to find ways to donate, but like the NHL could help like co-op with the women and do a lot of other things that they seem to be doing right now. So it seems to be growing in a good way, but I think the more girls that play and just the more eyes on the game would help it grow a lot. Yeah, I saw that you guys went to like some youth hockey rink uh, yesterday. How I don't know if you were there, but how cool was that just to help out the youth? Yeah, it was it was cool. It was a lot of fun just to see those little girls like they little girls are getting a lot better too and that's exciting to see that that's growing in that way too and just always fun to just see them because you knew you were them one day or long ago you were that person too so fun now before we end this interview i just want to know if you have any shout outs you want to give uh taking your teammates former teammates family members friends uh anyone that might be listening feel free to give them a shout out or just say whatever you want the the floor is all yours okay um obviously my mom and dad give them a shout out my brother trent my grandpa rod and then Peyton Hemp, told her I'd give her a shout-out. Uh, my roommates, Ella and Emma, all my teammates, and then all the coaches that have helped me, too. And Katie, my skating coach, she's the best. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Tristana, for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate your time. It means a lot to myself. Yeah. And I wish you nothing but the best for the rest of the year and for your future hockey endeavors as well. I know you're going to do great things, and I can't wait to see the success that you and your team have. Thank you. Good luck to you, too. I hope you... I know you'll do great things too, so thank you.